Good morning and welcome to this week's Positive Recovery with Karina. Uh, been made for you for com and my YouTube channel Positive Recovery with Karina. Uh, I'm going to have a little dig in my jar and I'll see what we pull out for this week. And it is grief. Good grief. Oh, it's not good grief, is it? But it is a process. So it is a positive emotion. You know, when we look at emotions, we think of having good and bad emotions. But all emotions are good, no matter how terrible they feel. They're positive if they are giving us a process and if they're appropriate. And if we lose someone or something, it's appropriate to feel different stages of grief, of which there are many. Um, there is the denial, there is the anger, there's the guilt, lots and lots of different feelings and emotions, which we all go through in completely different ways. Because we are all unique, no two of us the same, we are all individuals and that's what makes us so special. And in being individuals, not only do we behave in different ways and act in different ways, but we feel in different ways too and that is okay. And I mention this because very often if, you know, if we've lost somebody, we or something, then we go through grief in different stages. And sometimes that can cause some conflict because you'll be feeling or we feel different things at different stages to the other people around us. But it's getting to know that that is okay. Any process doesn't have to be done in an exact order unless we're talking about a procedure which has to be done in a specific order in order to get a certain results. But a process is different. A process is a way of working through stuff, working through things. And it's okay to do it in whichever order we feel is right for us. So, for example, um, when we lose somebody, some people may go into a stage of denial straight away. For others, that denial may come quite a long time afterwards that the event has happened. I know myself with my nan, I understood and knew that she'd passed and she'd gone. But for many, many years, many years afterwards, I would still have dreams about her being here and being alive. And I'd have dreams about people telling me that she had died and being upset about that, but then realising and seeing that she was still alive. And do you know what? She is still alive. She is still alive in my heart. And she lives there happily now for a long, long time, many years. I mean, she died 30 years ago, but she was... The one person in my life that I felt always trusted and believed in me. And when she passed, it was a big, big jolt. And I had a lot of shame and a lot of regret around her ending. And that's what I held on to for 30 years until I got sober. and had this sudden realisation that I was holding on to a horrible memory of somebody that I treasured and who I loved very, very much. So I wrote a letter to her. And I decided to honour her memory with all the wonderful 
memories that I had of her and stop holding on to that ending. And yes, it's interesting actually, before I even drew this today, that this morning when I woke up, I started to think about that and the ending again. And I was like, no, I've said that I'm not going to go there anymore. And I'm not going to do that. I can't change it. All I can do is move on and honour her love with the wonderful memories of her love and not of her sad passing. So this is 30 years on and still, you know, parts of grief come. And grief doesn't change. Grief will always be there. It's always going to be there. But we learn to grow around it. Um, they, they use an analogy in, in grief settings, in grief counseling settings of, of like a fried egg, that the grief is the yolk in the middle, that grief will always be there, but the white around it changes and that's us growing a- around it. And different parts of grief can come back in different severities and at different times and very often when we're not expecting it. Uh, But I guess my message is that it's okay to grieve because that is how we feel. It is a response to a very sad situation. And I've mentioned earlier that when we lose someone or something, and that's not to lighten things, but when we lose our alcohol, we can grieve at the beginning. We go through those the guilt, don't we? We go through the denial um, and we go through the yearning and the, the wanting and the hankering and that loss and we feel it because part of it or part of us doesn't want it to be gone. We still want it to be there. It's something that we've come to rely on. It's something that we've been used to having in our life in the same way we may have you know, the the people that have been in our life that we may have lost. And it can be really difficult, but it is okay. And it does change. It will come, it will go, in the same way that any grief will. And sometimes those things will come back stronger. Cravings, we want something, and we want it now, in the way that we want people back in our life that we've lost and grief of course as well isn't just about people that have died it can be about people that we've lost friends family Uh, and we find in sobriety that we do lose friends not all of us but some of us will discover that a lot of our friends or, or some of our friends sorry were based on drinking relationships And once we remove the alcohol, we discover that we don't really have an awful lot in common. But we have three options. We can always continue as things were. We can continue with change or we can stop an interaction. Uh, but we, the important thing with us in sobriety is it's, there's always going to be, it's going to, you can continue, but it's going to be with some change because we don't want to drink anymore. We're not going to go back there. So there's always going to be a change. And there's, there'll be some people that gradually uh, draw away from us. And there'll be some people that we gradually draw away from. And with that can come some sadness and some of the grief process also. Once we stop anaesthetizing ourselves, we also start to work through our own feelings and emotions. And we will find there may be people in our lives that are quite toxic to us. 
um, whether it is family or whether it is friends, toxic people do not deserve a place in our life. If these are people that pull us down, make us feel bad, make us want to drink. But having said that, I have to remind that nobody can actually make us feel in any way. That is the way we choose to interact with it. So nobody can make us angry. Nobody can make us want to drink. Nobody can make us feel upset. It's that we allow ourselves to respond in that way. But if there are people in our lives that continually put us down, that never hear us and never listen to us, um, and that we we can't cope with that, then it's best to get those people out of our lives but again if they're people even if it has been toxic if they've played a big role a big part in our life then it can be very very difficult especially as well if there's been some codependency and codependency is where one of us gives 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 and the other person takes 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 and many of us again when we quit drinking find out that there are quite a few relationships like this in fact many of my relationships have been like that me trying to keep the peace me trying to tiptoe around and so in some ways there's been a loss of not the old me but a lot of my habits a lot of my ways of being that is my process and that can be a kind of grief as well because you're kind of losing the way that we've been behaving for many many years but then we didn't like it I didn't like it because I drank I drank to block it all. I drank to block the way I was behaving. I drank to block the way I had become. And then early on in my sobriety, I started to grieve the little girl, the little girl that I once was. And I had a picture of little two-year-old me on my fridge, happy, innocent, carefree before the world got to her. And I worked through that process And instead of grieving her now, I walk hand in hand. She has come back. She is there with me. And then I had to work through teenage me as well. And it's interesting, you know, somebody just asked me, well, a lovely shiki actually asked me for um, my story, the story I did way, way back when. And it's interesting, I've I've shared it to him. And I thought, um, I'm going to have a little listen to that because I suspect that actually that person that told that story a year ago is very different from the person that I now am. Yes, there's been a lot of loss, um, but there's also been some good loss in that I have processed and worked through and I'm now a very different me than told that story a year ago. A lot of the stuff in there, I probably won't have any feelings for anymore. They've kind of gone. And that is what grief is about, is working through a process until we can get to a stage whereby we feel comfortable with ourselves and the world around us. But as I've said, it will come back. And parts of that grief come back really, really strongly at times. But we have to take solace in the fact of knowing that no emotion can stay the same forever it changes, we move on and that's what we have to do is we have to move on because we can get stuck in very complicated grief where we can get stuck in the stages of grief 
And it's easy to do. It really is easy to do. I was stuck for years in the guilt stages with my nan for years. And has that honoured her memory? Is that something my nan would like to see me go through? No, it's not. But I also drank to cover up my grief. And that's something we do. So when we quit the drink, we can then uncover some very old grief that we've been numbing and numbing for years. But remember, it is a process. It is okay to feel what you feel because that's what you're feeling after all. And only you can feel that. Nobody else. And I heard a great thing the other day about understanding. And it said that to understand is actually to stand under everything. So stand under it today. Stand under all those emotions. Accept them for what they are. Know that they will move on so long as you don't unpack and stay there because that really isn't helpful for anyone. Honour the memory of any of your loved ones today by holding on to all the wonderful stuff, all the happy stuff, all the great memories. And when the other emotions come, recognise them, acknowledge them, let them go. Don't hang on to stuff that we don't need to. And when it comes to alcohol and your addict voice, then celebrate the loss. Celebrate it and hold on to all the new and wonderful things that life is offering you. Trust in the process. Trust in the universe. And remember, not another drop, no matter what. Speak to you again real soon. Take care for now.